From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio is one of three states who have stopped President Joe Biden's vaccination mandate for federal contractors from taking effect. Andrew Kinsey has more. A federal judge ruled in favor of the states of Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. The lawsuit claimed the requirements is unlawful and unconstitutional. It would have taken effect January 4th. The judge said this is not about the vaccine's effectiveness. It is about the power the president has. An appeal is likely. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A second lawsuit challenging Ohio's new congressional map was filed at the state Supreme Court yesterday. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that the League of Women Voters of Ohio and several voter rights groups and individuals accuse Republican lawmakers of manipulating lines to favor their party over Democrats. The lawsuit argues the map creates 10 safe districts for Republicans, two safe districts for Democrats, and three arguably competitive districts that will favor Republicans. The complaint alleges the map unduly favors Republicans in violation of voter-approved changes to the Ohio Constitution. The Ohio Pharmacists Association has indicated the COVID-19 antiviral pills on their way to federal approval will help significantly during the pandemic, Yolanda Harris reports. Physicians will mostly be able to prescribe these pills unless state law changes to allow pharmacists. Pharmacists right now are providers under the law and they they could be given the permission. So I expect there to be some movement, whether it's this drug or another. It really depends on how available it is. The Ohio Pharmacists Association says since being allowed to administer COVID-19 vaccinations and boosters, pharmacists have been doing 70 percent of injections. I'm Yolanda Harris. The coronavirus continues to hit Northwest Ohio hard. Tatiana Cash has more with Lucas County's health commissioner. Health commissioner Eric Zizinski says he recently ordered 15,000 home COVID testing kits to hand out. We're trying to get a handle on Omicron and we don't really know what it's going to do. He admits reports are still unclear if the variant is or isn't already here in the U.S. But either way, everyone should be prepared. We're still dealing with Delta. You know, our hospitals are being inundated with Delta patients right now. So, you know, we need to take care of what's in front of us as well, too. Tatiana Cash, WTOL 11. It's been six weeks since members of a Northeast Ohio-based missionary group were kidnapped in Haiti. Dave James reports. Two of the 17 have been released, but a gang in Haiti is still holding the other members of Millersburg-based Christian Aid Ministries, some of whom are children. Ohio's Republican U.S. Senator Rob Portman says he believes U.S. officials are working hard to get them freed, but added... taken by this group have been able to come out without serious health issues. And my hope and prayer is that that happens with this group. But the longer they are in captivity, the more concerned I, I get. Dave James, ONN News. A Republican state senator from Bowling Green is running for Congress. Kaylee Kirby has the story. A new face and a fresh outlook is what state Senator Teresa Gavarone says is needed on Capitol Hill. And she thinks she fits the bill. Things have to have to change. We cannot continue down this path. The senator could be going up against Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur, who has served Ohio's 9th Congressional District for almost four decades. The senator's announcement comes after Ohio Governor Mike DeWine approved a new congressional map, which heavily favors Republicans. Reporting in Toledo, Kaylee Kirby. 
Today is World AIDS Day, a day to celebrate progress in the fight against HIV and AIDS, but also to acknowledge the work that still needs to be done. More from Angela Ann. The World Health Organization says HIV remains a major global public health issue. The virus has claimed more than 36 million lives. There's also no cure, but access to prevention, diagnosis and treatment means the virus is manageable. Treatment makes the virus untransmittable. I'm Angela Ann. Attorneys for a former Columbus-area physician, William Husel, argued in court today that 25 murder charges against him should be dismissed, Bennett Haberly reports. They're alleging that the prosecutors withheld some key information during the grand jury process, specifically about a patient who got 2,500 micrograms of fentanyl but died 10 days later. Husel is not charged with that patient's death. He is, however, charged in the deaths of 25 other patients who got doses which prosecutors have called excessive. Now, Husel has pleaded not guilty to these charges. His attorneys have argued that he was providing comfort care to patients in their final moments of life. But prosecutors say the drugs hastened their deaths. I'm Bennett Haverly. Federal officials have released new information about an explosion at a Columbus paint plant earlier this year that injured eight people and killed one. Yolanda Harris has the latest. We learned the cause of the blast at Yankin Majestic paint plant. Investigators say it was caused by computer and equipment error. The April explosion killed one employee. Community members with the North Central Area Commission and other organizations have demanded answers and accountability from leaders at the plant. Columbus Fire says there is no evidence of any criminal or intentional act. I'm Yolanda Harris. A controversial TV personality is running for public office in Pennsylvania. More from Karina Nova. From talk show to Washington, Dr. Oz is running for the U.S. Senate. COVID has shown us that our system is broken. We lost too many lives, too many jobs, and too many opportunities because Washington got it wrong. The talk show host is using his medical background as his platform. He's running on the GOP ticket in Pennsylvania as a conservative in one of the nation's most important races. I'm Karina Nova. The Ohio State men's basketball team beat number one ranked Duke last night, 71 to 66, at a sold-out Schottenstein Center. Ohio State trailed by 13 at the half. Duke had won 185 straight games when leading by at least 10 points at halftime. Buckeyes head coach Chris Holtman says it was a great win. I'm just really happy for our guys. I'm happy for our guys. I'm happy for our school. Um, you know, we expected to play well. Uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, we, we had some self-inflicted wounds there in the first half, but our guys responded with great toughness in the second half. Holtman says the shot was rocking. Our fans were phenomenal. Thank you guys. You were incredible. Um, hopefully we'll have that for, for a lot of Big Ten opponents and a lot of upcoming opponents. So I, I just think for us right now it's about getting better, but our, our fans were phenomenal. It was a great moment. And fans stormed the court after the win. And the latest college football playoff rankings were released last night, and coming off of a loss to Michigan, the Ohio State Buckeyes have dropped five spots. Dom DeBerry has more. Georgia remains number one. Michigan moves up to second. Alabama stays at third. Cincinnati remains fourth. Oklahoma State is fifth. Notre Dame sixth. And Ohio State is seventh. So what's next for the Buckeyes? The final playoff rankings come out on Sunday. If Michigan wins the Big Ten title game, the Buckeyes are probably looking at the Rose Bowl. But if Michigan, let's say Alabama, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State were to lose, the Buckeyes might find themselves back in the playoff. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting.
Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.